You're listening to Mind of the Alpha, raw, unedited, and straight from the wolf's mouth. What the fuck's up, everybody? We got, uh, I've been trying to get my beautiful wife in this fucking den forever. We've been doing this podcast for a year. Michelle, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm so glad to have you here. Um, Brad Mallon is back in this motherfucker. What's up, fellas? And um, here, here's the thing. Last time we were in here, Brad got hammered drunk. You remember that? <laughs> remember how Somewhat. drunk you were? Huh? Yeah. You were fucked up. Yeah, dude. The, the yeah. absolute ribbons go down real nice. Yeah, it was, man. But then he uh, was talking down whiskey, too. Yeah. Well, last time you were here, I had teeth, too. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. What? I got it. What happened to your eye, dude? Dude, I don't know. I just woke up. I, no, I don't rub it. This morning. I, I don't know, man. Whose butthole was on there? When, when, when you got a toddler, dude, I, I think shit just gets ends up getting everywhere over time. And Yeah. I feel you, man. So nobody put their butthole on your eye or anything? Nothing I'm aware of. What about, um, huh? I mean, I, I will eat the booty, but yeah. it's got to be clean. I don't even know. Sometimes you just eat that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Nah, bro. You got you to gotta scope out. You don't, you don't just eat food without <coughs> looking at it, do you? Well, I mean, if I know the booty, I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? Like, I Michelle know. comes home for fucking... I don't always know it, bro. Sometimes I take that <laughs> risk. You got to scope it out first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we just... Uh, we Man, I, I missed you, dude. I'm glad we're fucking hanging yeah, out again. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Cheers to that. So, man, um, what's been up? What's been going on? Man, just working, raising my little girl. Yeah. Just, uh, How's that going? It's good. It's yeah. Good. I was <clears throat> telling my boy, man, that like my little girl's about to be three, and um, I'm full time single dad. I got full custody. Don't get child support or nothing like that. And you know, I got my family help me out and some friends and stuff. But my buddy hit me up. He's like, "Dude, we can go out to the bar and you know, fuck, meet some girls and shit." And I was like, "Dude, I, I'm good." Yeah. And he's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, I, just, I don't really have any desire to. And <clears throat> he's like, dude, it sounds like you've, you've like, given up. And I was like, yeah. Kind of. I don't know if you necessarily gave up, bro. I mean. It's not really given up. I yeah. think well, it's just more of a part, you know, you're just settled with you and your kids. I, so. <clears throat> I told him, I said, dude, I'll be honest. I said, for the first time, I'm not pressed on any girl there's not like any girl that i want to be with or that i'm pursuing i don't talk to girls i don't pursue i don't put any effort into it whatsoever uh-huh. and i told him i said dude I'm, my life's a lot less stressful because i'm not worrying about like i'm not pressed on this girl and worrying about like how can i get her what can i do to make her more interested who's who's she talking to why'd she blow me off why'd she not respond back like not worried about it whatsoever and i hate for the that longest feeling. time for the longest time dude i i just you'd meet some girl you like and you try to like take it to the next level and you're just like stressed and worried and distraught about i it hate all the that time. feeling because you're all every all of your all of your focus goes to that yeah. and it's like you're stressed about it yeah you, so like before me and michelle got together um you know i had jace you know it was just me and jace basically and and um I would meet somebody and I'd be hanging out with my uh hanging out with Jace, my son, and I'd be in my phone constantly and just constantly worried about, you know, what why isn't she texting me back or what, you know, what's going on and shit like that. I hate that feeling. Yeah. Do you get have you ever been like that? Like where you as a woman, like give us your perspective on that. What you know, what what do you feel about that? Yeah, I've definitely been in a position, you know, be before me and you got together. 
you know, I was always worried about, you know, going out or, all right. I was always worried about going out or whatever the case may be or talking to this person or this person or this person. But, you know, sometimes you get settled to where you're all right with just a home life and family life and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just get comfortable and they're less on what the next person, you know. I never had that till I had my daughter. What? What's that? Like feeling settled? Uh, just being fine, being single. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm. 39 now my daughter's almost three years old but i mean i've i dated prior to my baby mom which i hate that term baby mama but it's basically just what it is but prior to her i dated like two girls for like two years or, or a little bit longer and they both cheated on me but um uh, the rest of the time i was always just like single or whatever and it just there's just i don't know it's just a certain there's like it's like you're always in turmoil because you're always like pressed about like why won't she respond back? You know, why Why don't things ever progress forward? Why didn't she ever text me? It's first? like a constant feeling of anxiety, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Constant feeling of uh, just ten- tension. And it's crazy. No matter how busy you keep your mind or whatever, you just, you know, I, you think about that person. I think a lot of girls, though, don't. <clears throat> a lot. I think a lot of women don't really. We're probably going to need multiple ashtrays. Feel that because, I mean, I, I just saw, I just heard a statistic today that that basically most women find like 80% of men just unattractive and I was just like you know like like that would be if you're like the typical dude like busting your ass on 9 to 5 just barely getting by and 80% of women just don't find you attractive whatever if you're not over 6 foot or making good money and like man like it, that's like that's a well you could Literally. be me dude you could be fucking 5 foot yeah. 9 fat as fuck not reptile making arms. reptile arms reptile <laughs> <laughs> fuck you not making but, good money and uh you ain't got no teeth I mean at least you got 6 foot 5 going for you you know what I mean yeah I, dude it's still hard because I mean it's I don't know I think social media has made a lot of and I'm I, not that guys are perfect or anything but like I I watch these different podcasts and about dating and shit like that and Every girl thinks she's a 10, and they all think they deserve to be t- dating, like, the top 1% of men, and they, like, every guy needs to be six foot and make six figures and have a six-pack and a big house, and they bring nothing to the table, and I'm just like, man, like, the the expectations for the average guy, um, and these girls are, you know, they, they might be attractive, but, I mean, that that fades in time. And I mean, let's, not let's be honest, dude, woman, Attract, but, attractiveness, it's not... It's 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 on it's a low, it's low on the list of importance. Now you know what I mean. Like when I was younger, yeah, like that was what was important to me. You know what I mean. I wanted to be with someone that you know was fucking like a supermodel, and and they didn't have a job or whatever, anything like that. And it didn't matter to me because I was like, well, as long as they're attractive. But you know, when you here's the thing, man, you'll find somebody and and when you're not looking, you know what I mean. So like like I found Michelle. And I lucked out, you know what I mean? Because she's, she's a beautiful woman. She she works her ass off. She owns her own business. She's a good mom. They're out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I see what you're saying. There's a lot of a lot of women out there that think, you know, they can be, and I hate that, you know, be a 10 or be a 5 type of thing, you know what I yeah. mean? Because in my eyes, it's not just about the way you look that makes you a 10. It's how you act and how you carry yourself. Yeah, well, and I think the, you know, that the whole body positivity movement uh, to a degree that's fine but 
I think it's made a lot of women think that, like, I don't have to do anything to make myself better. I'm beautiful no matter what. And, but the guy needs to be all these specific requirements, but I don't have to do. Makes it really hard, man. Um, And another thing is, is like, with, with women, a lot of, a lot of kind of their, their value in dating is kind of derived from their looks. Whereas with men, our value is derived from like what we can provide provide and it's so it's like you know i know a lot of people there's a lot of guys that like kind of like follow andrew tate and kind of agree with what he says and there's a lot of people that dislike him and things misogynist and everything else but like the other day he was talking about like you know for for that girl that you know 20 year old girl to be on that yacht she didn't have to do anything she just had to be hot and post pictures on instagram but the guy who has that yacht he had to like go to college, build his own business, work ton, tons of hours, make all this money. But, but let's look at it. Shit to like acquire that yacht, like the the amount of work he had to put in to get on that yacht compared to like what she, she was just born with it. She was born with everything she needed to get on that yacht. But if you can turn that into a business, because a lot of women turn that into a business. You know what I mean? Well, like fans now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, even a, a media or social media influence or like a woman on Instagram or, or something like that. A lot of them that are successful are turning that into a business, and and yeah, I hate to say it, but their 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 business is their looks. You know what I mean? But that it's gonna fade over time. It is, probably, and so. hopefully, if they're intelligent and they're smart enough that they're fucking getting other you know avenues going, and and then when those when their looks do fade, they can actually you know move into an actual business or something like that. Right. Like you own your own business, babe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, you know, stuff like that. So what? What are your thoughts on that? What do you think that why do why do you think that women are like that towards men? Why you know Brad said that eighty women don't find eighty percent of men attractive. Why is that? Women expect a lot of, out of men. They expect too much, I think sometimes. And you know, women with their looks, it gets them a long way. Men, a lot of men, they don't get it easy like that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know, so I get it when they say when they say women have it a lot easier than men. We definitely do, because all we really need is looks. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think social media, social has media most it definitely a lot because <clears throat> social media has been a, one of the biggest down, excuse me, downfalls of yeah. society. I I used to tell when I was with my ex and we'd have arguments. She'd constantly throw in my face like how easily she could replace me, and she's like, "There's a." hundred dudes in my DMs and she was like a pretty blonde bartender and she always had just endless guys just strangers dudes that met her one time when she was bartending messaging her on Facebook you know Instagram whatever constantly and it's like as a guy the only time an attractive girl messages me out of the blue it's a scam it's a bot you know they're trying to scam <laughs> they're like hey I love you send me uh, you know send me ten dollars I'll send you a picture of my butthole yeah but <clears throat> that <clears throat> that mindset that I could replace you so easily um, when I always told her I said you, you know why our grandparents have been married 50 years you gotta turn it's, that turn that phone if, down if a guy wanted to get to grandma he had a write or a letter or show up at the house or call on the house phone and now she's got these girls got four or five different types of social media they're posting their pictures on and the guys can you know hit them up uh, you know any random stranger can hit them up and 
you know, off from dinner, diamonds, dick, whatever. So why is it that is name? always greener. The grass is always greener. There's always going to be something with more than what you can provide off chasing her. What What is it with, though, with um, this toxic masculinity movement where if a man, so like a man will assert themselves and they become, you know, they're not aggressive, they're assertive. You know what I mean? And they're confident in their abilities and they're confident in who they are. Um, the problem is, is that women will look at it and be like, Hey, you know, you're a fucking toxic masculine man. You know what I mean? But then they'll turn around the post on social media. Like, Hey, this is what I want in a man. I need a man that's assertive. I need a man that takes charge. I need a man that fucking provides. I need a man that, you know, it, it, it is a man. And then when you become a man and when you're an actual man, women shit on you and they're like, Oh, I'll replace you. Women, I think they they don't necessarily need that type of man until life gets hard. When life gets harder, all of a sudden you want the guy that can provide and protect you, and that's a masculine man and confident. They don't, you know, if if they're in a domestic violence situation and and they they call the cops, they don't want some feminist sissy sissy boy cop showing up like with his nails painted and shit. Like they want a big strong guy that can protect them. So like. It's part of it is like how easy life is that you can get by and you don't necessarily need to be submissive to a guy and uh, you know loyal to a guy. You can you can be on OnlyFans and you know post pictures of your butthole and post you know pictures all over social media and get you know just have tons of guys just simping for you. Simp, simp culture is also ruining dating where men when. When the vast majority of, of women wouldn't give you a chance, the ones that will give you any attention, guys are going far, giving them far too much attention and spending too much money on them. And then, and then at the same time, like, because it's like, I, I you might as well give it everything you got because you got no other options. Mm-hmm. And so guys, like, you know, when, when you find a girl that gives you some attention, a lot of guys, like, go hard on trying to, like, impress them and being nice to them, and it, it's a turnoff for girls because it, it, I guess they see it as, like, desperation. Um, Do you find that a turnoff? It's turn like off? girls say that they want all that attention and all that money spent on them, but then, you know, we're like, we want this strong masculine guy that ain't no pussy, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then, but it's like, it, women are like, I don't know, it's weird how they work. It's, like, it's you- almost like... That we want all that time and attention, but then we don't. So, like, so for instance, if, like, a guy, like, before you and I got together, um, if a guy was, like, really into you and liked you a lot and showed you attention constantly, constantly texting you, messaging you, did you feel less attracted to that guy because of that? most definitely. Why, though? Because it's, like I said, it was, like, in a women in a woman's mind you want like all that time and attention but then when you get it i don't know if a man thinks this way or not but like once you get it you're like overwhelmed with it you know what i mean like constant but why is it that you would chase a guy that didn't show you attention and stuff like you know what i mean like the ones that were like kind of assholes and they ignore like you no i'm saying like yeah before me and you got together it's like uh, it's like cat string thing, it's man. it is it's weird it's just weird the, the way it works the it's like you want it but theory. then you don't 
You know, sometimes you want that, but then sometimes you want somebody that's going to talk back to you or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, just not agree with you, pretty much. So, do you remember uh, the guy Mystery that he did, like, a dating show where he, like, called the pickup artist where he would, like, teach guys how to, like interact with women and how to go out and pick up women and and get numbers and stuff like that and he they pretty much took like kind of like dorky guys guys that were socially awkward and try to teach them like how to go out and like meet women and interact with women and and attract women Mm -hmm. and one of the things he talked about was what he called the cat string theory where if you take a ball of yarn and you give it to a cat just give them the ball of yarn right they walk away. They're not interested in it. But if you take that yarn and you dangle it in front of their face and right. bounce around and jiggle it, they go absolutely nuts trying to get it. If you just keep it just barely out of their reach, they go crazy trying to get it. But as soon as you give them the yarn, they're 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 bored with it. And it's I, so why that, what? that chase that that when you when you give all your attention to a girl and you're making it like very abundantly clear that I want to be with you and everything I think a lot of times it's the girl looks I've already won it's already notch on the belt onto the next one there's, this is not fun for them anymore there's no longer a chase which is weird because like you know 50 60 years ago that's how you courted a woman was you wrote her love letters you took her out on nice dates you were you know you treated her well and that's how you dated a woman I, I grew up my mom telling me if you want if you like a girl you treat her nice treating a girl that's all that ever got me was the friend zone it was the it was my buddies that didn't give a shit about her and you know he'd he'd take you know go out with one of her girlfriends that weekend and basically act like she's non-existent and she couldn't leave him alone i i I don't know it's it's weird how that dynamic has changed that's like now women go crazy about the guy who don't give a shit about them but they could at any time, they could walk out into the public and meet a guy that will treat him like a queen and be faithful to him and loyal to him and treat them well. But it's crazy to me because women that. will be like, you know what I mean? And and I want to point this out. This is not like a woman bashing session yeah. because there's good ones out there and there's bad ones, just like there's good men and bad men. You know what I mean? So I don't want anybody listening to think that we're just bashing women, but it, it's a curiosity of mine, of mine and it has been for a long time. Women will say, like, you know, we want an old-fashioned man. We want a guy that courts us. We want a guy that, you know, shows us respect, blah, blah, blah. But then the guys that do that, they shit on them, and they push them to the side, and then they fuck the, you know, they go fuck his best friend, and they're like, well, he was an asshole to me. He's a dickhead, but I love fucking him. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. There's, I think a lot of girls, if you could have... I don't know, the, just the standards that, that are expected with what they actually bring to the table a lot of times are just crazy because they'll work, you know, a normal-ass job and, you know, they might have, you know, a kid or two by another guy or, you know, just like, it's not like they're doing anything crazy. But um, but if you're looking for well. a girl like that, you're doing the same thing that a woman's doing. Because let, let's be honest, Brad. At your age and at, at my age, because we're basically the same age, yeah. you know what I mean. You're, it's going to be hard pressed to find a woman that doesn't have kids. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. It's going to be really, and and the thing is, is like you have your own kid, you're bringing to the table as well. But so you can't necessarily look at a woman like what? What's your idea of a perfect woman? Um, I would like a girl that is that I find attractive, that is um, loyal and honest. Um, and that 
I'm able to get along with. I, I also, I do want a girl that is submissive. And it's and when I think a lot of girls hear that, and they, they probably just cringe at hold, it. Hold on, let me stop you right there, because I want to I get your opinion. When you hear someone say to you, babe, um, they want a submissive woman, what does that mean to you? Well, pretty much, like, you want me to take control sometimes. No, no, no. Submissive. They want me to, you want, we want you to be submissive. Okay, so you want me con- to take control sometimes, you know? And, all right, so, let me say um. So, do you find a problem if I say to you, like, hey, you know, when, when I mean by submissive, I want you to be, um, uh, the man should make the decisions in the relationship and things like that. That's you being submissive. So, do you, do you find a problem with that? If no, I, not at all. You know, I want my man to be submissive, and then I want to be submissive sometimes. So you want a mixture? Yeah, I want a mixture. You know, I don't want just one, like the man or the woman. It needs to be both. I see what you mean. Because that's, that's like a complete turn on. When both of y'all are, like, married or in a relationship or whatever, but you're both submissive at the same time. You know what I mean? Not one just, like, saying this or this or this. And then the other one disagrees. So you want someone that works with you as a team. Yeah, like, pretty but, much. But does it turn but you on it, more for a man to be masculine and be like, hey, you know, the, like, get your opinion, but this is the way it's going to be type of deal? And does that ever, like... No. Because I feel like all. me and you have that... I di- want my opinion on it, too. Well, I feel I, like me and you have that dynamic. Yeah, we do, but I'm talking about, like, in other ordinances or whatever. But I... <laughs> It's just a complete turn on when both of them are submissive for me. Move that Not over just to one. you. I think if there you, you look, if you look throughout history, and you look at, you know, maybe not in the Western world, but over, you know, overseas where you have, you know, the like the father of the of the female chooses the like the the I don't ask the female to marry me i go and ask her father for her hand in marriage mm-hmm. and he makes that decision those marriages last so much longer than western marriages where it's the man asking the woman i mean 50 percent of that's true i've read the are, same thing 50 percent of our marriages end in divorces typically the woman filing for divorce on it 70 percent of the time it's even higher if she's college educated but if you look as a whole i bet if you went back and you look you talk to like our grandparents that were married like 50 years it wasn't grandma was making all the decisions and it wasn't that grandpa totally disregarded what she want, but men are wired in the, in our head to lead. And I think women are basically designed to like kind of follow that lead and support her man. And if you, if you, you you like that sometimes, that's true. Sometimes, but I like my opinion being in on it too, you, you know. But it? most of the time, it's Bobby's opinion because you know what he. Because men are men are right? rational and Hold logical on. thinkers, Hold on. and we make decisions based on logic and and rationale. And we and we don't make decisions simply based on, on emotion. emotion. Yeah. Hold thing. on. Finish. Women hold on. Do base their things on emotion. Finish your thought that you were saying though, because I want to know what you were saying there before we interrupted. I you. don't even remember, but you said Bobby something. Oh yeah, I let Bobby run. And, like he makes a lot of decisions. Like I'll go to him and be like, 
you know, what's your opinion on this or this or this. But, you know, sometimes I sit back and think, oh, like, he just wants to run the decision or whatever. But then if you sit back and actually think about it, then you're like, oh, shit, he's right. You know what I mean? Because women, they... I think you're so key rational you guys most of the time because Irrational. we try to. I said that mm. <laughs> I because we try to make decisions too quick and based on our emotions. That's how I do it with my kids a lot. You know, I don't discipline them. I don't do a lot of things because my emotions get the best of me. So let's say you're. So your then household. I got to bring in the man of the house. You know what I mean? And I'm asking for his opinion because. Then I know, oh, they're going to listen or they're going to follow his instructions because he's the man. So let's say your combined household income is $80,000. If, if we agree that women typically will make decisions based on emotion, whereas men usually are making decisions based on like logic and rationale and kind of breaking down the numbers and considering all the different types of outcomes, if you went to... If a couple was deciding to buy a house and they had a eighty thousand dollar income, and they they the the woman sees this three hundred thousand dollars house that's just her dream home, and it's up to her should we go buy this home? By and large, she's like, yeah, we absolutely should. Yeah, because she likes home. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. This is what right. I want. Whereas the guy's like, can we afford I, it? I, is this really good for the longevity of our Are you going to be happy eating ramen? And, and that's beans where for the I next come in years? as a wife. I'm like, you know, Bobby, can we afford this or can we not? What is your. You know what I think I it? fuck up sometimes, though? Like, okay, so um, I, I, I read a book. Um, it's called The the Way of the. Um, oh, fuck. The Alpha Man or something like that. And I think a lot. And exactly what you're saying, exactly what you're saying is in that book. You know what I mean? It talks about how you can lead your wife but the thing is is that you should in my opinion you should always get the opinion of your wife and and weigh that opinion in it's a team but each team has a leader right tom brady exactly tom brady Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't he'll take his opinions of his running backs and his receivers and his alignment but ultimately when it comes down to the end of the game are you going with what what the running back wants to do are you gonna go tom brady you're our fucking leader you're the fucking man of the house or doing what you want to do. Or you know, Tom Bellet or Belichick, you know, you're a team, but there has to be one person fucking leading that fucking team. You don't drive a car with two fucking steering wheels. There's one person that controls that car. Because if there's two steering wheels and two gas pedals and two brakes, it's fucking chaos. Right. You have to and, and so what I'm saying that you that men want we want a woman that's submissive, it don't mean that your opinion doesn't matter and you don't get a say in it, but ultimately I the guy's going to take your opinion into account and he's going to think about what what is the best thing for my family you know what what will overall be the best outcome for our family as a whole instead of what will just make us happy right now mm-hmm. uh you know because that instant gratification is not necessarily always the best route to go just like you know when it comes to like purchasing her dream home, I think a lot of girls are like, yeah, absolutely, we should buy this. this is my dream home. It's what I've always dreamed of. They don't think, oh, we're going to be poor as shit for the next 15, 20 years paying this mortgage off because we can't afford this house with our income. But that's, I think that's, I think a lot of women hear that submissive terminology and they, they like, it's, a, it's it. got They're a like, bad um, connotation. It's got a it. bad stigma to it. But I challenge anybody, uh, 
to name a married couple where the woman calls all the shots and the and the guy is submissive to the woman because they they might exist but they probably don't exist exist that a married long. couple that's working at least you know you mean that's working together yeah yeah a happy married couple yeah even with even with gay dudes that are together <laughs> there's there's the one that's kind of like the masculine man in the deal that is is calling the shots. Well, you have you have different energies. You have a feminine. Well, I can't talk because I don't have any teeth. Um, <laughs> you have a feminine energy and you have a masculine energy. And there's times in a relationship, and I I talked about this last week. There's times in a relationship where sometimes the polarity of the relationship shifts, and the, and the woman becomes a little bit more masculine, the man's a little more feminine, but. The thing is, is it's never going to work if you don't have an exact polarity, you know, an opposite polarity. Your relationship's not going to work. If you have a relationship and both of you are fem- feminine energies, it's not going to work. There's no sexual attraction there. You know what I mean? So, like, um, but if you have a masculine energy and you have a feminine energy, the sexual polarity is going to work. Yeah. You, know, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, like, how does it make you feel when I tell you this and I say this all the time? In my eyes, it goes God and then you as my wife. God is more the most important, then it's you, and then it's my kids, and then and then my mom and everybody else. Right. How does that make you feel? Is that is that okay with you? That is perfectly fine with me. I want to be the feminine one, and then I want to be the masculine one sometimes. You know, it's just the way it works. You know, you just mm-hmm. got to make it work when you're in a marriage because that's how both male and female think. Because so me and you's been you through know, some like, shit. Yeah, we So have. let me let me ask you this. So me and you has been through some shit and we've we've done a lot of learning over the past mm-hmm. what we've been married almost six years, right? Right. Or almost five years. Five years. Yeah. And we've been through some shit. I put you some through some shit, you put me through some shit. But we we always figured out together. So what, what have you learned as a woman though, like what that changed since me and you've been together as far as really our relationship goes? Pretty much that you know, we just got to be able to be on agreement with a lot of stuff. If you're going to be in a relationship with someone and, you know, moving forward and things like that, you don't always have to be a masculine one. Let your partner be the masculine one. You know, some days you need your partner and then, you know, vice versa. You know, a woman and man in a relationship in a marriage should have roles reversed because everybody needs their days to you know even a man even a man needs their feminine days you know to where they can lay in the bed and be like oh i'm sick or i got a cough or something like that and you should go baby your man because the man is to be honest the sole provider of your family he's I don't know how to explain this really. Just but say it. The man is. He's talking to your mic for me. I am. A little better than that. But. The, <laughs> Put it in your mouth. <laughs> Act like it's my dick. <laughs> Put that mic in your mouth like it's my dick. Just don't but, slobber on it. But yeah. Anyways, and don't gag on it. The that, you know that. Roll gl- should be reversed. Hold on. Hold on. You know that gluck gluck noise you make yeah. sometimes? Don't I don't do even that. know if my mouth will open this way. <laughs> Yeah, but what were you saying? <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. My bad. But anyways, I started thinking yeah. about the dick. 
<laughs> you gotta know when. You gotta know when it's your time to leave. When when it comes to exactly, you know, we just move into a new place and and she wants to decorate. Baby, that's all you. I, yep. I don't have any input. You want that? You want that framed up? You want that picture right here in the middle wall? That's cool. Let me be the one that get the fucking level laser out and do it. Because mm-hmm. when you try to hang shit, it's all fucking cockeyed and crooked and shit. I'll make sure it's nice. And so centered. if women but can't like, count on you for that shit, then they're not going to count on you as a man. Period. You know what I mean? So they, then you ain't going to be considered as our man. That's what I'm saying. Because you're going to be a feminine. A feminine you're going to be a feminine man to them. 24-7, they, that's not what they want. They want a feminine man sometimes, but then a muscular man, you know, 97% of the time. Right, right. So, you you know, if you keep telling, if so what I've, some, something I've learned over the years of being with you, Michelle, is when you ask me to do something, it's not you being annoying. It's you because you're asking me to do it because I'm the man. You right. know what I mean? Like, you asked me to fix something. And I used to be really bad about it, and you would have my honey to-do list. You know what I mean? I felt like... <laughs> I would have I, a to-do list ready yeah, for Yeah, I, I felt like, man, she just wants me to fucking just work all the time and not do anything. Like, I get off you work, and you want me to... besides work, you know? She, well, she... No, what I'm saying is, is like, I, I, I always felt like, oh, she doesn't, she doesn't care that I have time to... Downtime or whatever. And that's not the case at all. I figured that out. <clears throat> so I made it a point... When she asks me to do something, now I get it done. You know what I mean? So she don't have to nag me about it. Because eventually what's going to happen in any relationship, if she's got to keep nagging you to do this shit, women are strong. They're going to fucking eventually be like, I don't fucking need you. I'll just do it myself. You know what I mean? I'll just do it myself. And that's when they become the masculine energy in the relationship. And I think that's why women tell themselves so much that they're so much stronger than that. Because they're afraid. I Honestly, to be without their man. As as life gets easier, when when you live in a first world country and you know you can do anything a man can do for the most part. When when life's super easy like that, it's it's easy to say I, I don't need a man. But as when life gets harder, um, and you know shit hits the fan and everything else, then then all of a sudden like the having a, that that man that you can count on and that will protect you and provide for you and everything else that that becomes a lot more uh desirable yeah but the the thing is man is like if you you can do that without shit hitting the fan you know what i mean you can alienate your relationship to the point where a woman doesn't want to be with you anymore because if she doesn't need you they're gonna they're gonna figure that out pretty quickly you know what i mean if you're not doing the stuff that you need to do as a man it's just like a woman you know what happens when a woman doesn't want to have sex with a man Eventually, that man steps out. Well, I think, I think you know what I mean, and I think. But what I'm saying is, is it's because there's womanly duties and there's manly duties. You know what I mean? And if you're not doing your part, she's not going to be happy with you. And if she's not doing her part, you're not going to be happy with her. Most men, I, for myself, I, I think men want a woman that you feel like needs you. You one hundred percent. You want to feel like she needs you. So like when you so like for instance, if you if you come up, you know, are like you need an opinion on something, okay, and you go get that opinion from your mom or your dad or your sister or your brother or something like that. And I'm not saying this to you. I'm just using it as an right. example. But I'm saying if you do that, then I feel like man. What am I like? She doesn't value my opinion. That's why you should. Men need to be valued. If you're married you're right. in our committed relationship, you need to go to your partner we, first. We, I think, men, just through our brain chemistry, inherently we want to be protector and providers. And if we feel like if we're not needed, it's like, well, what the hell's our role? 
Uh, she don't need me. And she any little thing anything. can make men feel what, like that too. What the hell? What the hell am I wasting my time for? She, she can get by on her own perfectly fine. I, I men need to be able to feel like they're providing. They, I want something. to feel like I, I provide value. If if you're not needed, are you providing any value? That's why your woman should always make you feel like you're providing for them. That's why you no should matter appreciate. what she does. It doesn't matter if she makes two hundred grand a year and you only make forty grand a year. She uh, did, She should. I know. <laughs> that, she that's should more money always, than I do. always, always, always make you feel like you're the main provider and you're the main consultant. You ever heard of hypergamy? No. But hey, before you do that, I do want to do that. But I got to piss real quick because I'm about ten yeah. beers deep. Right. Um, let's take a quick break for a minute. Hey, Alphas, we would like to invite you to join the pack. You can find us on Facebook at Mind of the Alpha Podcast, Instagram at Mind.OfTheAlpha, and YouTube at Mind of the Alpha Podcast. We hope to see you commenting. Now let's get back to this week's show. Sucking, so uh, pissing. So, um, anyways, what were you saying? Her so, per- high, high, hypergamy. Uh, it's um, basically... You can Google it, make sure I got it right here. But basically, uh, it's the concept that uh, of trying to like, as far as like women dating uh, and marriage goes, I I think a lot of women have hypergamy where it's to move up the ladder socially, economically, and to to elevate their, their so current the d- status. The definition is the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship. With a person of a superior sociological or educational background. So basically what you said. Yeah, women women want to marry up, whereas a guy does not really care. You could be, you could make the same amount of money or you could be broke as shit. The guy doesn't really matter. Uh, and I think part of it's because, you know, if she's got 200000 in the bank or she's got... $200 in the bank, it don't really matter to the guy because you ain't going to spend that money. It ain't You ain't going to get to spend it. She ain't going to blow it all on you, so it, it don't really matter. Plus, if she's broke, she needs you more. She's going to value you more of what you bring to the table, and she's going to need you even more. Whereas, if she's loaded with money and you're broke, she could drop you and replace you in a second with some other broke guy. Uh, whereas, if Do you think that maybe that's why um, like Hollywood socialite marriages don't last, or they they only last a certain time? Because you know, say like Tom Cruise goes and marries fucking Penelope Cruz or whatever, that bitch has money already. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's not they're, they're even. Well, you know what I mean? I mean? All those marriages in Hollywood, they always seem to fucking fail anyways. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Do you think that's why, though? Because they, you know what I mean? Do you see what I'm saying? I, well, I think the women, I think women refuse to date down because that's, they they kind of follow that hypergamy. No matter at what level they are, they always want to be going up and not marrying down. Whereas a guy doesn't really matter. Uh, a king could marry a peasant and she's now the queen but a queen would never give the time of day to a peasant. She's only going to marry another king. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't see it where female brain surgeons are marrying guys that are trash men. But there are, there right. are guys that are brain surgeons that, that marry a girl that works at a daycare center or, you know, is an office assistant or yeah. whatever the case is. I think you're right. I think it goes back to the thing, though, where a man needs to be, feel like they're needed and they need to provide. You know what I mean? So, like... Well, and I think also, I think women, they 
they they want to they want that high quality man they want they want a man to elevate their lifestyle they don't want a man that's gonna bring down their lifestyle they want a man that's gonna either bring the same to the table which uh, I don't think a lot of girls like when when you ask a girl what their expectations are and they say oh, he needs to make at least six figures but they make 30 like clearly they're not okay with you being at the same level with them financially they want a guy that's going to elevate their social and and uh, economic status they want a guy that's going to provide a better life than what they're having and I think anymore you're seeing like hyper hypergamy where it's not like oh he makes you know 80 grand a year as a plumber I make 30 we're gonna be like living a better life together a lot of it's like he needs like have a yacht in his own business and drive like expensive cars and i think the expectation i think that's called delusions of grandeur myself i think delusions of some women entitlement (laughs) right i can't agree with like most women on that level because talking to mike baby i was you know bobby was working at true staff for what no when me and you first got together i wasn't i was working (laughs) well i mean you i mean no lost your job when we first got together and and you took care of me pretty much sole provider working at bob evans and then bobby started working at true staff and i was a stay-at-home mom for like two years three years three years three years something like that but i couldn't imagine those three years was literally kind of like hell i couldn't imagine not working or not doing nothing to provide for my family I went nuts. I I, pro, I progressed a lot of anxiety and just, you know, had no social life whatsoever, you know? Do you think and that's why you have so much anxiety now? I think now? so. Do you think being I think a stay-at-home so mom? Because I was a stay-at-home mom and I was, I was pretty much fixated on, you know, kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, kind of like making sure you and the kids was constantly 100% good. But you do myself. that now. I know, but I'm working, I'm, I'm providing, so I feel like I'm doing something besides staying at home and, I mean, cleaning and things like that. But I couldn't imagine not working or providing any money for the family because it's just one of those things. I got bored. I got a lot of anxiety over it, and I had no social life whatsoever. You know, so have you heard of the you've seen like the Tinder stats, like the study that was done on Tinder and how many, what percentage of guys get swiped right on versus what percentage of women get swiped right on, and basically like I've heard of it, but I don't know the numbers. It's eighty, like, and there's what, what's what's crazy. You want another beer? Yeah, I'll take one. Grab it out the, the amount of there's like four times as many men on Tinder as women, but. Only the top twenty percent of the men get swipes from the women, and it's eighty percent of the women are swiping on the top twenty percent of the men, and the other eighty percent of men like don't get any attention from any of the women whatsoever. So basically, you have a very large, large percentage of the females going after the top very few percent of men, and then the rest of the guys don't get any attention whatsoever. Uh, and then it's almost, and then the girls are like, oh, but, you know, he cheated on me. Well, it was Chris Brown. He's got millions of girls after him. Of course, how, how he cheated close, on, like. 
How close do you think that we are? Because, like, if you look back in history to, like, the Romans and and, um, Greeks and all them, the society started failing when genders became um, unapparent. So, like, for instance, we have so many people out there, and me and Gio talked about this the other day on the podcast, we have so many people out there that are, like, transgender and all that kind of stuff so like the sexes are getting mixed up and we got a lot of females out there that'll be like oh i'm i don't need a man fuck them you know what i mean i can do my own thing we got men out there like fuck women all i need them for is sex how close do you guys think that we are to society collapsing because of that i'm not exactly sure but as far as that you i think if you look back in time about the 50s was when you saw the nucleus of the man, woman, and child family started to deteriorate. I think it was more like the sixties, late sixties. But the fifties, I'm saying that's when you see like the like the leave it to beaver perfect family household. Yeah, just that's like the because the, the women would stay at home constantly. The man provided. The man provided. And she took care of the housework and the kids, and he came home. He paid all the bills. And then yeah, but 60s, then the whole had, movement like, the free love. Yeah, but that was the late sixties after like JFK then, was shot in that. You know what I mean? You had exactly you had the hippies come out free love, and I think I really I think personally, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, the late sixties is when the downfall of this of current society started, and we're just on a downward we're on, we're on a downward women trend. Women think that their looks will take them all the way. It's a mixture much. of things. It's it's the growth of. Like, but I think men have a problem with that, too, because, look, here's the deal. How many women out there are unhappy with the, like, babe, you are a beautiful woman, okay? You look good. But are you a supermodel? No. Okay. What does a supermodel equate to nowadays? Now they're like, oh, you got to be fucking five foot eleven. You got to be fucking 100 right. pounds and all that. So I, I think that, I don't think it's just women's fault. I think men have played a, a role in that, too. They have, And the problem but... is, is that we're raising our children to do that, too, now. Like, how many of your kids, like your daughter, man, when she gets older, I have a daughter, an 11-year-old daughter, and her biggest idols right now are on fucking TikTok, you know what I mean, or, yeah. or, or, or YouTube stores or something like that. And she's looking at, now, here's the thing, my daughter's beautiful. She's absolutely, I don't know if you've ever seen my daughter, she's absolutely beautiful, has the prettiest eyes you'll ever see, she's in my eyes, she's perfect. You know what I mean? But the problem is is that she looks at all these fucking YouTube stars and all these TikTok stars and all these Instagram models. And she's And she's like, I don't feel good. Yeah, exactly. Like and that's that starts, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's a never-ending revolving door at this point. That's how it always has been now. No, you know? not always. With when we were kids, it wasn't. Like Even in my days, that's how it was. Well, think about it. You like had this. to be skinny. You had to be able to wear like backless shirts that just tied and things like that. The orange shit and you know high heels, things like that, or else you wasn't the one that fit in. There's so a- see in my days, like back in school and hanging around all these girls and things like that, I never was the one to fit in. So I, you know, like I don't know. Sometimes I made myself want to fit in, but then other days I felt like, fuck you, I'm going to fight you, or, you know, I don't give a shit what you think about me. Right. I wish a lot more females would have the, I don't give a shit what you think about me attitude because they would get a lot further. People, like, body shaming other females and things like that, it's 
terrible these days. It's bad and it makes a lot of females have a lot of self-confidence because they think that they're fat, they're not supermodel, or whatever the case may be. And in all reality, most men, and, and Brad, you can agree with me or not, I don't know if you will, but I want a woman that's natural. You know what I mean? I want a woman that's thick. I want a woman, I want your stretch marks. I want you to have these things. I don't want a woman that's fucking perfect. I don't want a woman that has perfect titties. You know what I mean? Like fucking D cup titties that stand up and everything. You know what I mean? I don't, no stretch marks and all that. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful. I find all kinds of different yeah. women beautiful. But the thing is, is I don't want that. And, and women do that for other women. They don't, do not do it for men. They do it for other women. Let's be honest. You put makeup on 90% of the time because you feel like you have to do that going out of the house because other women are doing it. Right. And that's not what men want. Am I wrong? So I think there's good aspects to the body positivity movement, but then I think you can take it to an extreme as well. And so, like, my example would be on the Sports Illustrated cover, swimsuit cover. Talking to Mike. Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. You can pull it towards you or something. Um... How many years have you seen the cover of Sports Illustrated over the years? I mean, I've seen a couple of them. You, but you know what the girls look like, right? Yeah. So, if Cindy you were, They're like perfect bodies yeah, so and things if, like that. No, no, hold on, girls, hold on. What's a perfect body, though? Well... Playboy body. Uh, yeah, like Playboy, Playboy body, Cindy Crawford. But that's, <laughs> that's society. Girls but are, hold, on, that, hold on, that's society because saying that's Because that's the way they make them think. Uh, everybody now, has, a, has an idea of it's the girl that's a Victoria's Secret or the girl that's... Like in Playboy or... So let's rephrase know. that. Society's that's why, listen, yeah, that's yeah. why, you yeah, know, yeah. on TikTok and things like that, I've seen a lot of women trying to bring a lot of women up by saying, you know, because these big girls are posting their bodies on TikTok and things oh, like that. So, you know, they're giving them positive comments. And I think that's what they need to do. Because, you know, it, everybody's beautiful in their own little way, pretty much. It doesn't matter how big, how small, or whatever the case may be. It's what's inside of you. That's the way it should be, but let's be honest. Society doesn't put it out. I know, society doesn't put it that way. But, like I said, I've seen a lot of society, you know, giving other bigger women and things like that positive comments. They're starting to do it more and more. It's typically women doing it to other women so um, when you said the negative aspect of body positivity and the in the bad so, thing so that i there's still you know, negative well, so what i'm saying is is like if you like look at, you know what i mean like what i i'm fat I, it's not healthy what i am is not healthy it's not and if i if you looked at me and you and someone came up to me and said hey you're fat as fuck and you need to lose weight you know what i mean most people is going to get offended by that yeah. I'm not going to get offended because I don't get offended. You know what I mean? But I'm saying most people are. So you, it, it's gotten to the point where you, like, if you can't tell someone that's obese, they're obese. And it's like, dude, you've got to fucking, like, look, girl, you're beautiful, but your health is fucked. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do that to people. And you that's shouldn't the neg- do that to people. Hold on. That's the negative aspect of body positivity. What do you mean? Like, if you... I want my friends to tell me. I want my friends to tell me, but I don't want social media people telling me, oh, you're fat as fuck. You know what I mean? I'm trying to put my bigger body out there to get positive comments and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, there's there's a TikTok girl named... uh, Babe, you don't have to kick the table. I was kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can kick you from here. <laughs> you can't with those little tiny legs. If nobody's ever seen You're my wife, I, I have a we have a dynamic that I'm a fat oh, fuck and she's a midget. So listen, there's a there's a TikTok star named Alicia McCarville, and she's a TikTok star because she went viral because she's like basically overweight and her husband's like real ripped and and like built with like a big beard, like strong you know fabulous beard like yourself and he's like real attractive and she went viral talking about uh, like people were making fun of her saying that like her husband's like a feeder and that her husband's like secretly gay because he would never be with a girl that's like her size it's, that's sad and and I so know that's sad. she basically on her tiktok basically half her content is just like her filming him with like no clothes on or a shirt off for like him working out and shit and like talking about his body and how hot he is and shit like and totally like sexualizing him uh and his body of like how he looks or whatever but then like in her comments if anybody says anything like about her like being overweight or whatever she like attacks them um and but she's like she's like she her her go-to phrase was your body is your is the least uh least interesting thing about you your body is but most of her content is but most of her comment is based on her husband's (coughs) physical looks uh but can you get mad at her for that because most most of the time like and if you look on tiktok and things like that most videos that go viral are women shaking their ass and plopping their titties around Mm -hmm. and women that are by society's definition sexy you know what i mean so like it's really hard it's really hard for me i'll put content out that's you know i've i mean a lot of my content is about like government stuff politics all science all kinds of different things science fiction yeah Yeah, so like i put that out and and i don't get the views go but then you get some bitch up there i'm sorry i don't mean some bitch but you get some woman up there and she's twerking her ass and not putting out anything that's other than twerking her ass and she's got a million followers that's fucking society's fault dude yeah that's you got to talk in your mic, dude. Yeah. He's laying on. So Brad's fucked Leeway. up again. Brad's entering the void. And he's um laying on the floor almost. He's been drinking fucking frappe. I know. What a pussy, dude. Drink some beers. Try it, man. Jesus Christ. Um, we got a couch. Yeah. You can crash. Oh, no. I'll drink one beer. I'm just laid back. Hey, chilling. will you tell Michelle about the mirror dick? What? No, absolutely What not. is a mirror dick? Why not? Tell you don't have it. to be shy around me. I'm crazy. Brother, Trust you got to tell her about it. I've been waiting to ask you all week about it, man. Tell her. No, I'm no, hoping she'll get a mirror dude, dick. We're not about this. I don't have all a right. dick, babe. All right. Unless all right. Well, it's that secret one I've been I guess, showing in your ass sometimes. Well, you, yeah. You put your finger in my ass one time and it felt kind of good. I meant your pinky. It did. Well, show him your pinky. No. Show him. Fuck that. Still, still <laughs> Fuck brown. you. Why is it so brown? It's Am I allowed brown. to say you can say whatever you want, just don't say the N-word or, or the F-word. The like, G-word either. Gay? Yeah. You can say gay, you just can't say homo or faggot. Yeah, you can't use that drug <laughs> All right, well, make sure you delete that. Okay. But, I don't know, man. I, we kind of got off subject a little bit. How important do you think, babe, how important do you think sex is in a relationship? I mean, that's pretty important, but... I think decreasing importance over time. Kind of like hold on, hold on. I need to. I need her to say this. Like, what? what? What do you? How do you? I'm being dead serious. Like, how important is sex in a relationship? I mean, it's a. Talking it's to your really, mic, please. 
I know it's hard to remember. You'll get used to it, though. Oh, yeah. God damn. <laughs> you see them titties perk up? It's pretty important, but... I mean... Are you hornier now than you were when you were 25? <laughs> I was probably hornier when I was 25. <laughs> yeah, that's such Did I ever tell you about the first time her and I fucked? <laughs> oh, my huh? God. Yeah. I didn't tell you about that. Yeah, my, my you usually buddy, tell everybody buddy, about that. My one buddy last shake he was with, he's like, dude, he's like, I went and picked her up. Like we were talking on Facebook, he said I went and picked her up and took her into the fucking truck stop on seventy five. Put that mic underneath you and set it on top of your head, dude. What the fuck are you doing? There Stop you telling what? everybody what to do, Bobby. I wanted to record. <laughs> dude, is it, is it better? He got her in the truck stop. After he went and picked her up off Facebook. After talking to her, went and picked her up and stopped at a truck, truck stop and banged her. And then brought her to my place when I went to the bar. First time me and, ever, me and Michelle ever fucked, dude. Number three stall. With the Where? Number three stall. Where at? Uh, truck stop. At a truck stop? At a truck stop. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> first time we fucked, dude, we went to uh, the Coon Hunters Club in Batavia. <laughs> So hold on. So we, I picked her up and so I had the Coon a Coon Hunters Club, not the Poon Hunters Club. Yeah, the Coon Hunters Club. So I had a bottle of rum, okay, and I already killed like a quarter of that bottle, dude, and I was fucked up. I picked her up. Um, we went out to the the uh, what was it called? The haunted the haunted, tr- haunted bus, bus ride, ride out in Wilmington, well, Ohio. Yeah. Went up there. We had did our thing up there. Had a great time. On the way back, we were fucking drunk. We killed that whole bottle. And was drinking more. Um, anyways, and, and this was an admission that I was driving drunk and I shouldn't have been, but I was, but, um, we I was like, so we, I know we didn't, yeah, I was driving, did. we're driving down through the back roads of fucking like, um, uh, shit, we're, uh, what was that school called? Live Oaks, you know, yeah. the back roads that go down to Batavia to 222 and all yeah. that. Driving down through there, and I'm like getting, trying to get my thing on. I'm reaching over, you know, fucking grabbing her thigh, rubbing on her pussy a little bit. So we're like, we got to fuck somewhere. And she lived with her mom at that time, and I was homeless. <laughs> I didn't have no place to live. Better, better, better yeah. car. No, yeah, so I was like, I got. He took me to the coon hold on, hold on. <laughs> So I was like, I got a place we can go. Yeah. We went up to the coon. You ever been to the coon hunters club? Yep. You know the back lake where that picnic table is? Yep. We went back there. <laughs> And I was laying on the picnic table, and she's fucking bouncing on my dick, and all of a sudden, a tree falls, dude, in the middle, and it's dark Shut as up. fuck out, dude. Fucked him all up. Dude, it's <laughs> dark, bro. It was dark as fuck. Oh, sure, yeah. There was no light. Tree falls. My dick goes soft. I'm like, she's never going to talk to me again, dude. Yeah, this is the last time she's that's talking to me. It didn't. And we've been together ever since. I must have done something right. That tree was just right. <laughs> She thought you said Coon Hunters Club, and she's like, cool, I can't wait. I go shoot some raccoons. <laughs> the Booty all Hunter sudden, Club. <laughs> all of a sudden, she knows the Poon Hunters Club, and she gets back there, and he's got three fingers inside her, and fish hooking her and shit. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Thumb in her Never ass, and the tree falls down. If I tell him, no, he's going to oh, murder man, me had back the fish here. hook. <laughs> thought we were all Coon <laughs> Brad, you like scotch? Uh, man, no, it's... It's a rough, dude. I got a 20-year bottle of scotch over there. Do you want to pop it? Which one? The tomatin. Tomatin. <laughs> Tomato? Tomatoes. <laughs> What's the alien one? That's cool looking. That's vodka. I love that. That's, That's vodka. That's so good. 
What do you, what do you, heads. yeah, did you hear about that? What do you think about that fucking, uh, that thing they shot down in Alaska last night? I can't, I can't believe they even mentioned it, but. Huh? I keep I mean, thinking I about that woman you posted in the group earlier now. That fat black girl? Did I show you that, Brad? I mean, I've seen so much, like, look, like, I've <laughs> Hearing girls say Lizzo's a ten, and I'm like, what? Like this is too much. Like <laughs> Lizzo's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta that show thing, you this. Dude, that thing over uh, Alaska. First of all, they never used to report shit like that. They'd be like, oh no, it's just a rumor. It never happened. Uh, but then they do report it, but they don't give you. Dude, no way. It's Read what it says. <laughs> chicken he nugget. No <laughs> Read what it says, bro. <laughs> It says, it says go, if you guys go to our private Facebook group, you'll find it. It's a fat black girl in this fucking bodysuit. She looks like the penguin from the Batman. It says American Spy Woman sent to China. That's the American Spy Woman. My cousin Ed says she looks like the Mucinex monsters. But, uh... What do you think that was, man? Do you think it was... Like, why would the government all of a sudden fucking tell us, like, we shot a motherfucker down in Alaska, dude. We don't know what it is. So, basically, they said it was an unidentified flying object, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's weird because we just had so a balloon. They said it wasn't a balloon. They said it was hovering at like 40,000 feet and had been there for like a week. They knew about it and then... Why would they all of a sudden just tell us about shit like that, though? That's why I said they never used to. Yeah, so what's up? Don't know. <laughs> we don't know, it's, dude. Why do you have your microphone like that, man? What's up with the uh, the Dark Knight? You know what I'm talking about with the Dark Knight piece that's in outer space. Like it's like a they call it the Dark Knight satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell's that? I don't know, man. It's weird. Some crazy shit out there going on, dude. Our worlds. I don't think fucking you nuts know, right now. Do you know the ones that uh, like the the Pentagon reported, like that show, like the thermal? They had they had the, the 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 doing the jet fighters that went out and saw that little tic tac. The tic tac, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the coast of California. It so sounds like one of those. I, I don't think it was one of those. Those dude, those things, that instant acceleration, like they'd have the technology to defeat our Stinger missile or whatever the hell we're shooting. How do we know that though? Um, no, I I see what you're saying because they shot it down with a missile. Um, yeah, yeah, they did it in Alaska, I think. Yeah, they were gonna get recovered, but it's weird to say, say object like like what? Okay, what kind of object? What like what is it? Well, I find so it to be know. I find it to be kind of crazy to me though, man. It's like how could they not know what it is? You know what I mean? It's, like if yeah. our fucking our technology for radar and shit is that good, then how the fuck do they not know what it is? Yeah, to say it's like Russian or Chinese, dude, they're twenty years behind us. Everything you got talking to Mike, bro. They, they they have to reverse engineer everything that we have oh to God. copy our technology. They're not ahead. Um, Who isn't? China or Russia in technology advancement. You don't think China is ahead of us in technology advancement? Come on now. As far as bro, we COVID proved that. As far as propulsion systems like that and shit, dude. Like, I don't know. Uh, dude, we couldn't even. We don't even have the microchips to make cars. We couldn't even do that. You know how long China's been locked down, dude? It doesn't. Supposedly, China, supposedly locked uh, down. Dude, you see the the images of it, dude. 
Like that. We see the that images that China sends us. We see the, in, the images that, that China releases. A, a lot gets, a lot comes out. A lot comes out. It gets passed around social oh, media and, and communication systems and, and goes online. They might be on. The, they might do a post it directly on Twitter, but they send it to a friend that sent it over here, and then they post it or whatever. Because they they lock down their internet. I just feel like, man. I just feel like there's things out there that we just have no idea, dude. Like. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that there's something. Maybe, maybe it's probably aliens, but maybe there's humans. But there's, a, I think there's might be an underwater civilization with the lights that they see underwater. And they, dude, that one, the one thermal image showed that thing going into the water. The Tic Tac? Yeah, yeah, like on the naval video footage, like a, there's like a thermal gunner on a ship. And he's watching this thing, and they go, and they see it splash down into the water. But do you think that's aliens, or do you think that that is uh, military technology that we don't know about? I think those aliens, for sure. You think so? Yeah. Think why do you think that, though? Because, like, why would they... I don't know. <clears throat> Dude, I... It's... You'd have to be simple-minded. Maybe that wasn't aliens, but you'd have to be simple-minded to think there's not aliens civilizations out there in the world somewhere. Out there in the fucking universe, yeah. at the very least. And how do you... If you... If you had a visualization, like a computer visualization, think about it of like as it expands outwards and it shows like your your house and then your neighborhood and then the state and then the country and then the world. It keeps going. It keeps going. Think about like that and how fast that is. You'd never, as long as you sat there and watched it your entire life, it would never stop. That's how big the universe is. It's just endless. I read a I so, read an article recently, and, Brad, that says that the universe is expanding and these, contracting at the same time. What? How based, the fuck does that happen? Based on infinity of all possible combinations, there's never an endless set of numbers. Serious? Based on the concept of infinity, there's never just a finite somewhere out there. There's this podcast taking place, but it's the alligators that are the humans, pretty much. And just the endless possibilities of things with Infinity, where everything it just goes and goes and goes. They said on that on that Netflix uh, documentary about Infinity, they said I saw uh, that. if you had a box and you put an apple in there and you left it in there and left it for Infinity, at some point, whatever it was left would return itself into. Mm-hmm. It was like a magical box where no matter could leave. That box, at some point, it would turn into an apple again. Just because with infinity, it's just endless possibilities. It's crazy if you really forever. think about it. So, do you okay. ever have you ever really sat down and thought about space though? Like how how big space is? Like, <sighs> okay, so it so goes for like trillions and trillions of miles. More than that though, it's infinity. Yeah, it's like infinity. So there's definitely something out there, and they just don't want to make it known to us right now. I feel like I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard thing to explain because... It's hard because it's the human brain can't fathom. Exactly. Because they just have us so... What's the word for it? Indo- indoctrinated to Pretty believe much, what they say? Like, they just want us to believe what they say. But the thing is, is like the human mind, it, we don't have the capability to even describe the size of space. No, we don't, but... Isn't that, isn't that fucking crazy? You can just crazy? imagine it. 
No, you can't. You can kind of if think, you really think like, about it. It's infinity. Babe, it never here, stops. Babe, so sit here think, and think of about never stopping. I don't know of anything. Exactly. Sit here, sit here and think about like really put think about like I try to do this sometimes like if you really sit and think about how big space is, our brains can't even comprehend. Nobody's brain can even comprehend the how how large it is. It's fucking crazy. Like if you think that from here to fucking so like a long distance travel for us is like a a, a 24 hour flight, right? Right. But imagine trying to go across the universe. You would never, and you would die before you even you made would, it to the fucking. Exactly. You would die before you made it to Saturn. Exactly. You imagine you live. <laughs> Brad just went into the universe real quick. Imagine you live in. There's a hotel, but it's an infinity hotel where it's always full vacancy, but there's always room for one more. It's a, the infinity hotel. That's what my mind goes so, to when I say when somebody says the infinity, my mind goes to like it's full, but there's also extra room for one other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like my endless, mind don't stop. It's an endless number yeah. of of current visitors, but you can always take one more at the infinity. Exactly. Hotel. So you add that extra so, one in each time you think so when, about it. Yeah, but that doesn't even like when one comes doesn't in, even want a room. Where do you tell them to go? Just squeeze in. You have an infinite number of rooms, and they're all full. Where do you tell this person just to tell go for the room? The next one, I don't fucking you tell, fucking you tell them. You tell them. I'm stupid. <laughs> you got to remember, I'm retarded. <laughs> you tell them to double the room number they're in, and go to that hotel room. And that person, the person that's in that one, is supposed to go double their number and go to the next one. Yeah, but so, so would that be? Wouldn't so that be multi? Go, that'd be more. That would more to explain. But you multi- can't put it to the point like that. You gotta think outside the box each time. No, I'm saying that would explain more of like multi dimensions. Like that'd be like me, you coming into this room and saying, "Hey, the space in this room is infinity." So like. There's three of us in here right now, but we can get to the point where we're shoulder to shoulder. But hey, I can make extra space. Like that's multi-dimensional. That's not infinity space. That's multi-dimensional. You gotta that put your that, mind like, to that infinity space, though. You gotta sit here and think. Well, we're think, full, but we can always fit an it's, extra person. It's that, well, wouldn't that be multi-dimensional? I know, but you don't just. Not, uh, they, so you don't think? Do you not think that there is multi-dimension? Technically, it can't be. I mean, be. it can be, but it all has to be in the same dimension. It's it's endless. It don't stop. So like, technically, my mind would be, be like infinity, but we just make room for this person. You need a garbage can? Um, or a towel, paper towel or something. You just spill something? There's a wash rag over there. So you guys, you guys don't think, there's a, a, a cloth right there. So damn it, listen to my Fanny Hotel things. Okay. Uh, you got, I thought you were infinite, your, your, all okay. your rooms are full, but you always got room for one more. And a guest comes into your Fanny Hotel and says, hey, I want a room. Where do you tell them to go? Do you tell them to walk to the Endless infinity of rooms to find the last one that's there, because you don't even know where it is. So how, what are you gonna do? I don't know. You say, all right, everybody that's in a room, go to the room, double your number, and they all walk out into the so hall shit. and start walking. Yeah. And Pretty that per- that person walks to their room number one, and everybody goes into their room. This one that was double their the room they were in. You always make space. Pretty much. Yeah, but so I, if you told them to so walk to the end, they'd it, never would, get there. They'd never get there. Wouldn't it make more sense though that there's multi dimensions? I don't understand. Like, what 
it would make more sense to me that there was a dimension that we can't see. In your see. mind, that's how it is. But in some people's minds, it's just like infinity. You're like multi-dimension. So You have to think this thing doesn't certain end. certain people's How's it minds, to a, they'll be like, oh, make more space. But in certain people's minds, they're like, oh, we got this extra space. There's, there's no extra, yeah, you have to make the extra space. It's infinity. It don't ever end. So there's always... And there's always another room. There's another room. There's another room because if it don't end, there has to be more rooms. So, but it's but always you're not, full. Neither one and of you so, answered my question right now. Do you guys think that there's multi dimensions? Yes, for Do sure. Do you think mm-hmm. there's more? That's what I'm saying. It's so like the way that I see it right now is like around us right now. We do not, we cannot see the other dimension, but there's a dimension going on right now in this room that's another fucking, a whole nother dialect, a whole nother uh, events are going on, other people are going on in this room right now that we're sitting in, but we do not have the senses to see it. I'm just saying, in your mind, you can see that because you think like a multi-division. Anybody who thinks infinity is going to be like, oh, we just make room. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... It's pretty much like all oh, somebody else's brain thinks differently than somebody else's brain, you know. So yeah. that's just how it works. Not everybody's just, the same, if, and nobody will ever be the same. What if there's everybody thinks out there. different, and there's different meanings to everything that you think? What What if there's um, senses out there that we haven't tapped into? Like, so what if like okay, so my so here's my idea of what aliens are. Okay. To me, aliens are an advanced human, right? So a human that's gone past the fact of emotion. Like, emotion mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything, right? You get to that point where violence is so beneath you that violence isn't a thing. You know what I mean? That's what I think aliens are. So, like, what if there's a... What if there's, in the future, like, humans develop... What What do you think the future of humans are? Like, what, what do we develop into? Do we develop into a... a unemotional being that doesn't need to have sex and that's what and doesn't i'm afraid to... of is because you know you see with all this social media and stuff it's sex. so pretty the much emotional sex to continue. or or at least non-emotional pretty much now everybody's either afraid to show their emotions or they do you know there's no in between so mm-hmm. I think people that's afraid to show their emotions develop a lot of mental anxiety and depression and things like that because they're so afraid to show their emotions. Mm -hmm. Or there's that other person who just don't give a fuck and show their emotions. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. And I think social media has, you know, like... Progressed that. Progressed that in a way because... You know, there's a lot of people on there nowadays with I don't give a fuck attitude. Or so what, let me ask you this: How like do that, you how do you how do you fix that though? Like, so there's no fixing it. I don't think there is either. So you social media is always going to be person. You can't go off social media or somebody else, whatever they want you to become or whatever. You got to be your own person. So what if what? Let me ask you this: So Elon Musk is planning on putting microchips in human beings, right? Um, Neuralink, okay? So he puts Neuralink in there and it fixes. And, and I think that the overall idea is a good thing, right? You have the idea that it might fix a, a, a someone that's paralyzed. It might bridge the gap, right. the, you know, the gap there again. Or it might fix someone that has multiple sclerosis or dementia or something like that or Alzheimer's. But 
if if they came up to you guys right now and said, I'll put a microchip in your brain where you can tap into the internet, you can tap in, you can do whatever you want. So you can Google it's in your head. Like, hold on, hold on. You can Google in your head at the snap of your fingers and you know the fucking answer like chat GPT does, right? I can look on my phone. Would you allow that microchip in your head? Uh, it's kind of like taking a jab like for the coronavirus. They just said, oh, here's this vaccine, blah, 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 blah. And then people are like, oh, shit. Here's, I here's, need to go get it because it's going to prevent me from having so many symptoms or blah, 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 blah. You know? And a lot of people got that in their head and they're like, oh, shit. I got to go get this shot because if not, then I'm going to get sick as hell and die. It's kind of like that. I'm gonna let, so I'm gonna let would you get it? Would I'm you gonna let hundred thousand people get it and see what happens exactly. after three months. Yeah, let but so what if, people, but what if you're behind it? So that's like you. That that's the same thing as like. Okay, so that's like a person now that doesn't have a cell phone. How far behind are they? Some people are legit with that. But what some if, people want to be behind because they don't want to. Yeah, but we're not those all people. this government shit that but we're not those wanting people. all those other people to feed into. You know what How I mean? important is a so, cell phone to you right now? A cell phone, I can do away with it. I don't I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, we, saw, well, we could I don't really. think anybody could. Actually, no, here, we could. Thing. Would you agree with me? Would you agree with me that the cell phone is an extension of who you are at this point? It's, yeah, most definitely. Because let me, let me ask you a question. How many times have you walked in another room and not had this in your hand? I have it on me. That's what I'm saying. So like sitting, this fucking cell phone sitting right makes here. You, I go take a smarter. shit. I go smarter. Yeah, but I but hold on. I go take a shit. Easier. I go take a shit and the cell phone's in my hand. If I go I to the garage, the cell phone's in my hand. I can set it here and be like, I'll leave it there. But it's right here. Yeah. It's who we are. It's like a exactly. spear. It's like a spear. That's so like you take someone out. They don't even get out. Play. You remember how like we used to get we out the mic? and microphone babe ride bikes hang out with all the neighborhood kids hang out at the park do all things without cell phones and stuff man is always carrying now it's you know we have to take our cell phones to the park we have to do whatever it is we have to have facebook i know we like went without it for a little bit but Social media is the But do you feel like you're behind? Like a human being would be behind if they didn't have one of these. <laughs> I do. I would because feel if like someone, I was behind. But yeah, because like how many times have you said like, hey, what's okay this? okay with being behind. Like how many, like the statistic of like what is the percentage of fucking marriages that fail in the United States? 50. No, I know what it is. When I'm saying like if I ask you that and you don't have a cell phone, you're probably not going to be able to give me the answer. But if right. you have a cell phone, you can Google and look up that answer. Because you can literally but think about Google that with, everything. But think about that with microchips. So if, if they put a microchip in your head, that's the next step from cell phones. Why not? Because we already have it as an extension of who we are. This cell phone is already part of who I am. You know what I mean? I Okay, for instance, I love my dogs. Love them. Right. Love my dogs, right? But I don't have my dogs in my hand every fucking minute of the day. I don't have them next to me every minute. I don't. I don't take them to every single room with me. But this motherfucker right here goes with me everywhere. The trip thing is just—it's just something that you're not used to. Who wants to take a dick? 
Mine. You do? Mine? She said Malin. She keeps calling you Malin. Brad Malin. Malin. <laughs> I said Malin. Right. But but I feel like the microchip's the next step. I mean, it, let's be honest. With the, eventually, human beings will become robots. Whether you like it or not, we're going to be integrated with robots. Yeah, but robots. that's something that we don't want to think about because... But we should because we have kids. <sighs> I know. Like, our kids are going to yeah. face that. I wonder if I bringing my kid into the world of this time in history was the best idea. What, it bringing a better. kid in the world now? Yeah, Stop clicking that fucking line. Like I know, it drives me nuts. Like, the, the like schools, just everything in general. Like, even adults these days act totally different. You know, they disrespect the, the kids, but they want our kids to respect Dude, them. The 40s and 50s and 60s. Teachers and, and stuff were so different back in our day. sex trafficking and shit. You still have it. Yeah, you did. I mean, yeah, you, you did. still have it, but not as much. Dude, hold on a second. Hold on. No. Let's, let's, he said not, I'm not talking about what you said. I'm talking about what he said, the child sex trafficking. That was still going on back then. It wasn't as prevalent because it the internet puts it in bad. front of our faces we'll, now. We'll pull up, we'll see if you can pull up FBI uh, like four and four stats or you can just have all your FBI people what? on the block uh, pull up and handle F- it that way type in FBI crime statistics I forget the, the what am I what actual compare? report name um, what what are you saying type in FBI crime statistics babe I gotta pee go pee alright I'll be back <laughs> you, she whispered like these mics didn't pick that up yeah why they heard you? Good. Yeah, the so UCR, what, the Uniform Crime Report. So what? What am I? What am I looking well, up though? Comparing to what? They they probably have those from back in that day. Like they. Oh, so you're wanting me to look up in the fifties? Yeah. See if you oh, just type wait. in nineteen fifties, uh, like FBI, um, child sex trafficking statistics. We'll see how many cases per hundred thousand or something there were. Ask I don't want to get. Ask Chatbot. Say, what was the U.S. sex trafficking statistics in the 1950s? I don't want to get the FBI in here thinking I'm Googling child porn. Dude, you're not. This is, AI just makes better search engines. It just it reads. It reads everything and then regurgitates it when it's asked. On what it knows. You know what I mean? He won't do it. They're not ready or available. The FBI did not have a dedicated program to address human trafficking yeah, until much more recently. I'm sure they weren't in database. The studies never went back and did it. The issue of child sex trafficking was not widely recognized or documented in the 1950s. I I, I don't I don't really think that that's going to tell us anything because if you think about it, like. The way that things are documented now on the internet and that sort of thing, dude, is completely different. You know what I mean? Like, so it was, was still everything was handwritten. It was reports. still there. It was so still going probably, on. It just so wasn't as never, prevalent. They never went and digitized the right. records of it. Right. They were from twenty years ago when they started using computers, probably. What are they barking 80s, at? Eighties, seventies, I But they just never went back and copied all those records, so you can't. That's what I'm saying. So like it, it was there. It just wasn't as prevalent. It wasn't in our face. And now everything's in our face. And that's the beauty of the internet. Let's be honest. The beauty of the internet is like, like giving for instance, you, like giving you 20, that 30 years ago, Brad. 30 years ago, they wouldn't have been hearing my voice. 
they would have been hearing the voice of only the fucking people that were on syndicated news. You know what I mean? Now they're hearing my voice, and they I can get my opinion out yeah. there, and that's the beauty of the internet. And that's why I think that censorship is such a bad idea. Yeah. Whether right. you're censoring someone that fucking is, is in the KKK or someone that's a, a gay rights activist, you can't censor anybody yeah. because yeah. if you censor the KKK, you have to do it to gay rights. If you censor gay rights, you have to do it against the NAACP. It doesn't matter who you're, where you're a part of or who you're a part of. Censorship is censorship, and that's why it's dangerous, and that's why we should not censor anything. The beauty of the internet is that, for the most part, it is uncensored, I think, at least in the U.S., and you can get freaking most sides that you want to look up, but it, like, it, it does bring a lot of bad things to the surface, but being, being able to, to realize of... Realize that thing, like, with, like, the child sex trafficking, like, the fact that, like, because of the internet, you're able to know, like, how prevalent it is, whereas before, you probably had no idea. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, what I'm saying is, like, so these, okay, so, nine, would you say that 95% of people in the United States get their news from social media? Mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that sort of thing. Would you, would you agree? Maybe not that high, but. It's pretty high. At least seven. Most most people, when they say, like, oh, did you see that um, alien ship that was shot down in Alaska? I read it on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying is, is like, so before Elon Musk bought Twitter, Twitter was censoring people. And they were censoring people that they didn't agree with. And that's dangerous, man. You can't do that. The the Biden administration. So that's like the KKK final. And I don't mean to keep going to this, but it's the truth. That is just like the KKK going to the city of Cincinnati and saying, hey, we want to hold a rally on Main Street. We want to walk down Main Street. And then black people are like, no, we can't. We we're, we find that offensive. So what happens? The city shuts them down and says, no, you're going to offend citizens. Well, guess what's going to happen? Then the NAACP is going to be like, we want to hold a rally in the middle of Cincinnati. And then the KKK is going to be like, no, we find that offensive. So because the precedent is there that they shut them down, they got to shut them down, too. And that's dangerous. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, so you got to take with the good with the bad. I agree. But. <clears throat> did you see Elon Musk's <laughs> Twitter files that he released of, like, what was going on at Twitter before he bought I it? I started seeing and how they were yeah. working. So, they were top-level execs at Twitter were working directly with people in the Biden administration the Biden cabinet that and they would basically send over a list oh, man, of of Twitter usernames and they said we'd we'd like to see these accounts uh, banned on Twitter or whatever and they would go they'd be like yeah no problem they'd go ban them and it was just basically accounts that were like trying to like expose corruption or like talking shit or just basically you know just talking bad about well a good example is the one that was tracking on Nancy Pelosi's fucking uh, stock stock trades they shut that guy down what that's crazy fucking shut what you can't shut him down He's not doing nothing wrong. Yeah. Now, now I can see the one where he was tracking the airplane of um, Elon. Elon Musk. I can see shutting that down because that represents danger to Elon Musk. You know what I mean? Someone wants to kill that motherfucker like they know where he's at. But you can't shut down a bitch that's been in the fucking Congress for 50 fucking years. And the, the most successful stock trader in the world is her husband. <coughs> How is that possible? Why? Because she's a fucking con. She's in the Congress. Yeah. What are you doing? Fixing my shit. Oh. 
I'm just saying. Dude, yeah, Nancy Pelosi's better than uh, Warren Buffett. Her husband. Investor, like, Her husband. Shit, yeah. What Warren, do you Warren think Buffett. She, think she makes it, Paul Pelosi do some shit, like, to get the stock tips? Because, dude, I saw that. Video. What do you mean? He had that drunk guy from the bar back there when she was out of town. What are you talking about? What, he got attacked by the hammer? Drunk guy from the bar? Yeah. They said he was a homeless guy. No, he was like some guy. It was like basically like a known gay guy in the area that would frequent the bars, apparently. I've never heard that. I, I did yeah, read I mean, that he had just been they, released from prison. When the cops show they just released that video footage. When the cops show up and open the door, like he like opens the door for him and he's standing there. In his underwear. Like with this guy. And they're both like holding on to something. The cops are like, a hammer. Uh, what, what's going on here? And he's like, uh, just hanging out. <laughs> you're like, well, put, can you guys put that down? And, like, <laughs> I consider it a deadly weapon. No, one dude pulls it away from him and starts swinging that hammer at Paul Pelosi. And they like the cops run in and tackle them both. And shit. But the problem is, too, is Paul Pelosi's holding his drink in his hand the whole time, too. Like, What's Bro, like, the fuck? like if you come at me with a hammer, motherfucker, I'm dropping my drink and I'm gonna fucking do whatever I can. I'm dropping my drink in his eye. Yeah, I'm gonna bust that bitch on your fucking head, he's, dude. He's, like he's, this motherfucker's holding the drink and holding a hammer at the same time. Like what? I are you threw doing? my drink Wait, in his eye and took dude, the hammer. Dude, he's wearing boxers and like a. A white shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hello. There was some weird shit going on. And then then let me me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Like, why does it... His wife was the fucking Speaker of the House, and they don't have security? (laughs) Not when you're having... Gay sex? Gay gay drunk guy come over for some gay butt sex. (laughs) They're on a train on Pelosi. (laughs) Look, it's all good. If you're into that, Paul, man, do your thing, bro. I don't give a fuck. But but dude, there's some fishy shit going on. You know what I mean? What were they doing with that hammer? It could have been in his ass. At one point, I don't, I don't know. I, don't and, know. I mean, it's smaller than a fist, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's longer. It's longer though. I mean, he was hitting him in the fucking prostate. It's coming out of Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Old Nancy, after he thirty years, after thirty years of insider Have training, you seen she finally said that she'll like man. Have you Man, seen Nancy Pelosi's tits, though? No. You got great tits. No. Have you seen, have you seen them? <laughs> have you seen them? No, I haven't. For her age, man, they, they are, I've never seen them without clothes on, but they perk up. Probably because she's wearing a bra. I don't know. She's like 70 and got the per- some perky-ass titties. <laughs> well, do you want me to show them to you? No, do you want me to no, show you mine? No. <laughs> yeah, put them out. Your titties are great. I love them. I'm not talking about your titties. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. Fuck off again. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Dude, type some stuff in that chat GPT. What do you want me to look up? Um, <clears throat> dude, does it give you legit answers or just bullshit It, computer it does, but it doesn't. Like, dude, it's weird, man. Because, so chat GPT is based on 2021 and earlier. Okay. So anything to, since then, it doesn't know. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So if I like, dude, stop itching that, man. You know, you know, you're gonna end up with fuck. Or is that medicine? Or is that just eye drops? He's got pink eye. It's because all these fucking whores he fucks with, dude. I keep trying to tell. I keep trying to tell this guy, like, bro, you gotta chill out, man. They be dirty, dude. Yeah. I wish you would talk about the mirror. You gotta find them off. Why can't you talk about that? 
Why can't you tell her about the mirror dick? It's okay. Because what is that? I want to know now. I'll tell you off air, but can't talk about it. No, listen. Anybody that's going to hear this is not going to know who you are and what the mirror dick is. Dark on looking up. Don't want to get back. You know what? Don't want to get. Don't want to get back. To who? To whoever. Whoever, okay. whoever was. Whoever I'll tell had you about it. Dick. I'll tell you about it. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know what else. We've been going for two hours. <laughs> All right, let's, let's stop. Keep going. Let's keep going. We can edit out the. the <laughs> can we? Can we, we go to take a smoke break? <laughs> We're in the middle of smoking. Oh yeah, go ahead. Do you want to pause? Yeah, let's okay. pause. We'll be right back. Listen to our uh, sponsors. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> For 2023. Well, no, you, you asked me. So we're recording right now, by the way. We're back, everybody. Um, you asked me earlier what the most interesting thing I did with ChatGPT was. Yeah. Right? I asked ChatGPT, how can I use you to make money? And it gave me like 10 different ways that I could use ChatGPT to make yeah. money, which was pretty cool. What? I don't want that. Well, you want me to do it with you? I don't do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't really like these things. OnlyFans girls are using AI. Uh, chat bots to interact with their fans and just like send like mass text messages to, oh like, yeah to like increase engagement because the more engagement they have the more likely yeah. like the guy is girls can literally get pay paid shit. just talking so they to have somebody. these chat bots designed to like flirt with the guys you can have chat gpt build you, you a chat bot you, you did you know that out of them non-stop non-stop they got these ai bots trying to elicit money out of these dudes hey, you open it <laughs> see this is where you need a, a, a masculine energy Oh, fuck it. God damn it. <laughs> you don't need me. Cheers. So happy we got I got you guys doing this with me tonight. Why is my bottle sticky as fuck? Those they are what so most of this alcohol that you're drinking right now comes from my work <laughs> in an area called the breaks. And basically what they do is like so you see those two empty bottles there? Those, em- those bottles were empty, so they take that whole pack and they put it back there and then we get it for free. So whatever you want. Because wow. they can't sell it. Like a lot of those bottles over there came from the breaks. You know we got I mean? a whole garage full. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so you asked me who my favorite porn star is. Mia Khalifa is my favorite, if I had to ask. Do you watch porn ever? No. Why I not? really don't. How come? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. Who's calling you? Mom. Your mom? Yeah. Answer it on the podcast. No. All right, fuck it. So, did you ever get into porn, though, at all? Like, I mean, I do, but. Like, what kind of porn do you like? Like, Like if you watch, if you sat down. I like midget porn a lot. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Why do you like midget porn? (laughs) The motherfuckers with the short legs. The short abdomens, all that. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> the men or women? Both. Why do midget women have fat asses? I don't know. Have you ever noticed a midget woman's ass is huge? Everything's huge. Their arms, their butt. Out of body. <laughs> their belly. <laughs> We're almost out of cigarettes. What? Yeah, we only got three left. <laughs> um, Who's your favorite porn star? Brad? Uh, Gianna Michaels, probably, or Sarah J. Who? Sarah J. I don't want that. She's from Cincinnati, actually. All right, fuck it. She's been around for a long time. Do you remember she... Destiny Peace? Yeah. She's a porn star? 
I don't think she does anymore. She was at one point, yeah, for a while. She friggin'. Do you remember Jimmy Bettinghouse? Left her dude to do do it. That dude that rode. That was sponsored by Honda. Do you remember Jimmy Bettinghouse? In school? No. The guy that used to shit his pants all the time? No. <laughs> this kid would shit himself. He was kind of mentally retarded, so I shouldn't even be making fun of him. I feel bad, kind of. Not Are you really. making fun of him? No, I'm just telling a story. Right. So I remember one time he shit his pants, and Destiny Peace was sitting next to him, right? And uh, Jimmy shit, and remember those plastic chairs they had in fucking elementary school, the, the blue yeah. and yellow yeah. and green ones and all that? Jimmy would sit in that chair, and his fucking chair would be stained brown from pooping his pants all the time, right? Well, I remember one time he shit his pants and he literally fucking, it came out of his pants. Like it came out of his pants and that bitch stepped in it. The poop. I don't want that. I, I don't want that. No, no. Oh my God. She's peer pressure me. God damn it. Anyways, um, I don't even know what I was talking about, dude. Lost my you were talking about Jennings. That person Jennings. His name was Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, in 8th grade at Mr. Onstead's uh, basketball tryouts for 8th grade basketball um, kind of trying to remember the dude's name but he freaking they were running suicides at the very end and he's like running the shit out of all of these suicides and he was going to like go hard for him and shit and I want to say Patterson something Corey Patterson I think <laughs> shit his pants his shorts and this turd Fell out on the floor. Oh my God. And one of the dudes stepped in and fell. <laughs> <laughs> like running these sprints. <laughs> fucking the turd. He's running these sprints. The turd falls out of his pants. And this dude steps in it and falls. I like while they're doing like baseball chess. That'd be like, terrible. Bro, have you ever shit your pants? <laughs> have you ever shit your pants before? Yeah, you have. Sharded. Have you ever shit your pants? I've never shit my pants. Sometimes you'll just like. Did I ever tell you about the time I shit my pants and my mom had to hose me down? Did I ever tell you about, about that? that? No, but that's one of the better ways to probably do it. Bro, so my cousin played football at Thomas Moore College, and we went up to see a game one time, all right? On the way home, I ate an entire... You remember them old chips that tasted like pizza, like the pizza chips? Yeah, the Doritos. No, they weren't Doritos. They were, what? like, specific chips. I don't remember what they're called, but they tasted like pizza. Do you remember those, Brad? I only remember yeah. the Doritos. Well, they can't hear you because you're facing the wall, and your microphone's over here. No, I'm good. I'm not drinking no whiskey. You're crazy. I'm fucked up. Anyway, so on the way home, I ate and my little fat ass ate an entire fucking bag. I'm talking a fucking Dorito sized bag of these chips. Okay. <laughs> on the way home, we're driving around. My my aunt and my uncle, rainy day. You know how how much money they got. Mm-hmm. They're driving this Cadillac. Badass. Oh no, it was a Cougar. An old cougar. Badass car, dude. Badass. I'm sitting in the back seat and I fucking shit all over my (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I shit literally squirted shit all over my legs, all up my back. I was 12 years old. Okay. We're sitting in the car. My brother is sitting next to me. My mom's sitting down there. I don't don't know, dude. But anyways... I shit my pants, and I was all of a sudden, my uncle goes, what in the fuck is that smell? <laughs> he said, what in the fuck is that smell? And I was like, I pooped my pants. <laughs> so. You said I pooped my pants. 
Yeah, I said I pooped my pants. He was like, what do you mean you pooped your pants? And I'm like, I, I fucking pooped my pants, man. Like, what do you want me to do? And he was like, oh, Jesus Christ, Terry. And that's talking about my mom. So we get back to my aunt's house. And they won't let me go in the house to get a bath. So they had to take my fat ass, little fat ass out in the backyard and fucking spray me down with a hose. That's what I would have done. Spray me down with a hose, man. It was cold, bro. It was football season. It was like November and it's fucking freezing. My fat ass is out there naked. With my fucking dick and balls swinging, but shit running down my legs, and they're spraying me off in the backyard. What's your balls? I gotta spray your paint, paint down. Man, it was it was fucked up. <laughs> then the most recent time that I shit my pants. This is fucking hilarious. I don't think I've ever told you this. Story, you're gonna hear it tonight. I was at a party. I was 22 years old. I was at a party. We were fucking wasted, wasted, dude. And we it was at my house with Rick up in Amelia. Okay. So we get up, we everyone passes out. We got all these girls passed out in the fucking living room. I go in my room and I pass out. I wake up about 5.30 in the morning, everybody's sleeping, and I'm like, I'm fucked up, and I was like, I got a fucking shit. And I'm like, I'm wearing nothing but my boxers. I don't have nothing on but boxers, and you know what I mean? So I go waddling my fat ass into the fucking into the bathroom, and I'm trying to be all quiet because I don't want all these girls to hear this shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, man, I don't want these bitches to hear this. It's going to be embarrassing yeah. as fuck, especially because one of them I had a crush on at the time, okay? This bitch is sleeping on the fucking couch. I walk in this fucking bathroom, and we have linoleum floors in the bathroom, right? They're all linoleum. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, cool, I'm about to take a shit, and I go to drop my pants and fucking just fart, and it squirts <laughs> out of my ass, dude. squirts out all over the linoleum. Now, if you think about it, when you pour water on linoleum, what do you hear? I squirted shit all over that bathroom, dude. It went all over the place, dude. It was squirting out of my ass, literally hitting the wall behind me, squirting out. She said, hey, baby. This bitch wakes up and comes over and knocks on the door and says, is everything okay in there? And I'm like, I'm shitting my pants. I'm shitting all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm just shitting myself. I'm just shit everywhere, dude. Why would you say that's what? I couldn't make it. I was going in the bathroom and I farted. Did you hear that? I farted and it squirted out of my... It started squirting. And it was like one of them shits where you just can't pinch your cheeks to keep it in, dude. You just start squirting it. And it's hitting a linoleum. And I'm talking about, dude, it's going three feet across the floor into the fucking wall. That's how bad it was. That's disgusting. (laughs) It was was horrible. Horrible. It was horrible. You never had no experience like that? Those started my fucking drawers before. It's it's been like where you think it's a fart and you fucking end up just like shooting a bunch of liquid ass out here. Yeah, where were you? And, uh, I think I was at work one time. <laughs> I fucking went in the bathroom and fucking like took a plastic bag that was in like the garbage can and I put my took my boxers off and like put it in there and then I like, cleaned myself up and just w- went boxerless and. Like, threw my boxers away in the trash, like, tied up. Did you feel nasty as fuck, though? Oh, yeah, I got to take a shower. I was like, I was going to take a shower and get home and shit. Like, but your but, belly felt better. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, you never shit your pants? Not literally. What would you do, though? Because you wear thongs. So, like, if you shit your fuck, there's nothing catching it. Oh, wait, I strained my dick. What are you going to do? 
Do you ever pull your panties down? You have like black streaks on the fucking. I, see here. Here's I can the thing. Honestly, say no. Here, here's the thing. If I wore a thong, I guarantee every time I pulled my pants down, there'd be poop stains all the way up that thing. You're a dirty butt. <laughs> Why would you? You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. <laughs> Brad, where's the weirdest place you've ever jacked off at? Oh my god! You guys have to talk about. Yes, it. I want to know. Where's the strangest place you've ever beat your dick in? You gotta talk into the mic. We're doing a podcast. In case you forgot. Stop telling people a, what to a, do. Got a blowjob in the back of a. No, I said jack off. <laughs> I'm not oh. talking about blood jobs. I'm oh, talking about where oh, like, you beat your that. dick, dude. I'll tell mine if you tell it. Like, it's not embarrassing. Everybody beats off, dude. Everybody. Either beat off or flick your beat. <laughs> Hold on. Where's the weirdest place you've ever masturbated, babe? The weirdest place? Yep. Hmm. Probably my car. <laughs> You masturbated in your car? Yeah. When was this? Like years ago. <laughs> like like recent? No. So tell me about it though. I want to know. Like, no, what, what? I'm not. This ain't a fucking porno. <laughs> no, I'm not. Why, hold I'm on. not going into detail about why did it. You, why did you do it in the car though? <laughs> like what made you want to do it in the car? Like were you that turn? You were that horny? You couldn't wait till you got home? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You ever, where's the weirdest place you ever jerked off, man? Well, public places <coughs> where you probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I jerked off at East Fork one time. East Fork? East Fork. Fuck. <laughs> what? I did. Up by the dam, I just beat off right there. No. Did you come in the water? <laughs> on the rocks? <laughs> you remember if you go down the dam, there was that fishing spot there, and it had that little wood bench? It's right there on the wood bench. Just jerked off right there. Stroked it. Did you jump in the water afterwards? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. <laughs> Brad's weird now. <laughs> I'm just I think we're coming to the end of this I'm, podcast. I'm just goofy. That's it. He'll learn that in the meantime. I just don't want to say embarrassing shit over, over the thing. What are you embarrassed about, though? Like you, <laughs> Everybody jerks off. Like, I guarantee there's fucking 27,000 people listening to this right now. That's the thing, yeah. I flick my bean in the garage. Our garage? <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to get a fantasy going here, goddammit. In your driveway before I got here? <laughs> I pointed into our driveway. When I was talking to you, I was about to have a stroke. You kept saying, where are you at? Was that, That's how we got pink eye. Yeah, he shot that shit right in, in the eye. Bobby, did you sit on his face? No. <laughs> no. No. Baby, you remember that one time I nodded in your eye, though? Oh, my God. I have Talking to the for, mic. I had pink eye for three days. <laughs> I try to every time I go through McDonald's. Try to beat off? Yeah, from the time I order to like the end of my food, I try to knock one out. See if you can get it in 10 seconds. Like 68%. Oh 
<laughs> that's not bad. That's good statistics. What's a, what's a second time you've done I don't know, that? but you should probably fucking talk into your fucking mic. <clears throat> what's the second what? I said, what's your seconds, Brad? <laughs> like how long it takes him? Yep. 62. Wasn't there a guy that could jerk off like 60 times in a minute or 28. something like that and come every fucking time? It was wild. Huh? That'd be wild. Dude could quadruple the world's population in a couple minutes. Man. So you, you put your bean in a driveway? <laughs> a driveway? Like, what made you do it though? Like, what 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 were you thinking when you were like, I'm just gonna finger myself right here? <laughs> I'm just gonna flick my bean. That's it. <laughs> do you do it anymore? No. I did that a lot when I was single. You don't do it now? No. I'm looking at you with these eyes. I wanna know the truth. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for my cause I don't have any teeth, fuck you. Inside joke. <laughs> Dude, uh, what if what if the what if the Super Bowl score is thirty seven thirty four? Are you Chiefs watching that tomorrow? Compared, making snacks. What if that happens and they had that document get released of like this is how the game scripted to go, and it matches. There's, dude, there's no way that they're gonna. Did you hear about that? They released the script saying what the Super Bowl was gonna do and already because everybody's saying the football's scripted. Rigged. Mm-hmm. Bro, there's no way that they release that and then they still go through with that script. That's I mean, come I on, dude. They're going to change it, that shit up. There's, but sometimes you would think they would because they want you to think that it's like the opposite. Okay, much. so on DraftKings and FanDuel, you can, go dra- you can go bet on what the final score of the game is. Usually the odds are like 40 or 50 to 1 if you can pick. That's another reason why they the won't do that because if people score. bet 37-34... Imagine how much fucking money they're going to lose. Listen, all the people have been, money has been flooding in to that bet on those numbers, 37, 34 Chiefs. There's another reason then why. The payout is like 20% of what it is of all the other different scores around there because, cigarette, because with the sports book, they just want equal money on each side. So if a ton of money is betting on this one to win, they need they need the, the, the losses like... To, to pay all that and money. they'll they make need, sure they, they have money. those losses. They need that so. much money on the other side, so they would change the odds. It ain't necessarily about like what's gonna so much be the real outcome of the game is let's move it the odds so much to get money over here to pay the winners with. You realize that with the sports books, they want equal money on each side. Why would they want equal money? Okay, because we get our ten percent vig. We need the losers' money to pay the winners' money. So if all the money's over on the winners' side and nobody's betting on this side. Where do I get the money to pay all these people that win? So, like, to reduce that risk, I have to, like, offset my odds of what I'm paying. And the, so do you think it's a safe bet to bet that? No. 37, 34? No. Are you saying it's good or bad? They, it ain't going to be that. But I'm saying so much money is poured into that bet alone that the odds of what they're paying out on it are way less than all the others because mm-hmm. they need to balance the risk of how much they're going to win versus how much they're going to lose. They need equal money on both sides. So if tons and tons and tons of money is over here, and it, if it might hit, they need freaking 
all that money over on this side to like pay out the fucking winners over here. So they need equal money on each side. They take their 10% cut of it. But they need all the losers over here. So that's why they move the lines. Why are you shaking your head like you know what the I fuck do. you're talking like, about? I do. Like, it's okay. completely the opposite each time. So listen. Okay, so if I have all this money over She's here. She's giving you better minds, dude. Are you, you going to flick your main thing about Brad? <laughs> All right, my bad, guys. But do you, you know, saying that's why they have the odds. They move the lines to get more money on one side or another. That's why you give points and shit to get more people to bet on the other side. You give you twenty points, twenty five points, thirty points. I'll give you, and like at some point you have to beat me by so much or whatever. But that's why you do that to get equal money on both sides of the bet. Otherwise, you just bet on who wins or who loses. But they don't necessarily do that. If it's a way uneven matchup to get equal money on each side, you got to give points. So like, if it's Alabama versus what? some small school. Nobody would take the bet on that small school winning, but a ton of people are going to bet on Alabama. Yeah, so you got to give points. But then, but that does see that that's. Good. But if I give you twenty, that points, contradicts what you said though, because if like if if it's a small school and everybody's going to be betting the winners, then where are they getting the money from the losers? There's not going to be that many losers to match the many winners. But if you if you give points, that's how you get more money on this side. It's not me. It's not that my team has to beat Alabama. It's my team has to not lose by more than thirty. From so what Alabama. do you? What do you think? How do you win. think the Super Bowl is going to turn out? How do you think the Super Bowl is going to turn out? Do you think the Eagles are going to win or the Chiefs? I think. I think. I think the Chiefs will win. What? I think they're the chosen ones. Yeah. So you think it's scripted? I think it's very scripted. It's the story. Huh? Mahomes' story. Yeah. That's scripted. You think it's scripted? I didn't say scripted. I didn't hear what you said. That's all I'm asking. He's the highest paid quarterback in the league. Like, he's the face of the league. No way, dude. Eagles are going to stomp him. It's going to be a blowout, dude. There's no fucking way that he's going to win. There's so much money betting on that that exact score that to reduce the risk, like, they have to, like, offer, like, way less payouts than you'd get for all the other scores. Like, the... Because, like, 20... Like, 31, 28, not as many, like... No, hardly nobody's betting on that. All the money's on that one. So, like, mm-hmm. they need to balance the risk and get more people. I don't agree, dude. Way. I don't think. I think the Eagles are going to stomp the Chiefs, no, I'm, dude. I'm not think, saying that. I'm saying on FanDuel and DraftKings, their payout for that score is super, super But I'm low asking you what you think so the fucking outcome's going to be. Is it going to be the um, Chiefs or the Eagles? You said the Chiefs. What's yeah. the score? Oh, um, I'll go with. I don't want that. You were a peer pressure motherfucker, dude. Like. <laughs> Usually it's me or pe- me. Listen, usually on this podcast, mine of the other podcast, it's me peer pressuring everybody into drinking. You peer pressure me into being fucking space cadet right now. Who cares? I'm in a box the whole fucking rest of the week. <laughs> a box. Because the kids and stuff are here. <laughs> so I'm gonna lock you up, and put you in a cage. No, so. This is all wet. <laughs> Brad got you that way. 34-31 is what they said. Or no, 37-34 is what they said, right? I think the what score the is going to be 35-21 to 21 Eagles. 35-21 Eagles. There's no no way that... Here, open your shit. You good, dude? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm saying 31-28 Chiefs. Babe, what do you think it is? What's the score? Uh, I know. The NFL ain't rigged, but it's... Hold on. What's your score? 27-19. Who? Chiefs or Chiefs. Bengals? 27-19. Write these down. 
2719 for sure. I'm gonna sure. read him now, it's recorded. <laughs> you have to listen to three hours of the shit to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know where a pen is. 3128? Thir- no, I got 3529. 2719, she said. You writing it down, baby? No, you are. No, you write it down. You got better handwriting. Ask Chat GPT what it thinks of Hey, did you ever hear about the Super Bowl? Uh, like, Wait, hold on. What did you say the score is, Brad? 3128. 3128. Yeah, 2719. Hold on. So, a sportsbook offered I bought her. A, uh, <laughs> a bet of how long the National Anthem would What'd be. What did you say it was? 2719. Chiefs? Yeah, Chiefs. Right. And I said 3521. Eagles. Okay. So that means we need to watch it and make snacks tomorrow. So, <laughs> you just want snacks. Was this? There was a sports movie. You coming over tomorrow to watch it? Maybe. There was a you bring sp- kids too. We don't You can care. bring your daughter. Okay. Well, well, I'll have my kids. A sports book offered a bet on how long the Super Bowl uh, I national saw anthem would be. Didn't, you, didn't like, you have something like, on there like what song would be first two, or something? Yeah, they for Rihanna. Rihanna's going to perform their this guy that lived by the stadium where the Super Bowl was being played, like basically walked over there for a week every day in the morning would listen to him. You told uh, me about rehearsal. that. That's fucked up. And they would rehearse playing the national anthem. Let's, hold on, hold on. Start this over. Babe, listen to what he's saying. What? Tell him what, what you just said because this is crazy. There's a. Was you, you told me about this last week. There was a. Online sporting sports book that offered a bet of how long the national anthem would be played at the Super Bowl, and they offered it was over two and a, two about two minutes and fifteen seconds and under two minutes and fifteen seconds. You could bet either way. You'd pretty right. much double your money. Um, so this guy that lived close by to the stadium went and like listened to the rehearsal every single day for a week of them playing the national anthem before they played at the Super Bowl there, and recorded it every single time. Of how long it would take them to play the national anthem, and then so when, like, an hour before uh, the the Super Bowl, he went and bet tons and tons and tons of his money, like his whole life savings, and like the under for because it was like usually like seven or eight seconds, like under this two minute fifteen second time frame, and he posted about it on Twitter that like. He recorded it. This is how long it was gonna be, and that like this is a pretty safe bet. And like tons and tons, like millions of people, like money flooded in to the sports book to bet on the this like or the song being under two minutes and fifteen seconds. So they yeah. played it, and it was like two minutes and nine seconds long or whatever. And him and like bunch and bunch of people that like saw his Twitter post or whatever that bet on it won t- like millions of dollars and like the the sports book like lost like millions of dollars from it because they didn't have enough people betting on like the other side of it mm-hmm. to pay what they would pay pay all the winners well because he went and you know listened to it every single day and recorded he knew exactly how long it would be so that inside knowledge was able to take the sports book for like millions like tens of millions of dollars. Just anybody like saw his Twitter post or whatever. Isn't, isn't that crazy? What do you yeah. think about that? Like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. Could you imagine though? Like, but that guy was pretty smart, dude. Because how many people would have thought to do that? Yeah. Well, in hindsight is twenty twenty. Now you're gonna have sports books that make sure like nothing is like rehearsed or. Well, you know. What, <laughs> did you and hear, now, you know like, they, what's crazy about that is they, 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 everybody's they, going to know to do that now. 
they, they have to be so more careful if about what later they on, bets on in the future if they make bets on that then everybody's going to know to do that so they should never even put they'll, that never, out they'll there. never do that again but they have to be more careful about what type of they bets definitely they offer need to be more careful to make sure. about what they so what do you guys think there. the first song you said Beyonce is the fucking uh, no, Rihanna. Uh, Rihanna's the Rihanna halftime show definitely the halftime what show what song yeah but what song do you think is going to be her first one I don't what do you think, Brad? Um, what do you... <laughs> I had to look at her top songs, but I remember picking out, like, two that I sp- specifically remember. Um, I think Disturbia will probably be one. What's that? And, the first one that she does? Um, she'll probably do, I think, Root Are you Boy. okay? Are you having trouble breathing? No, I'm just oh. fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bobby says all the time. <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> or like Rude Boy, maybe. What's that new song? I don't know enough about her songs. You got to talk into that mic, though, baby. I am. Uh, You're a little she, might, she might play That's Umbrella. Okay. But probably what is it? Like, Umbrella? Probably the what's, what's one song that she has? What is the what is her newest song? Uh, what's Rihanna's newest song? No idea. Huh? No idea. I don't know. I know she's like the first female billionaire since like maybe Beyonce lift me up she just got made a billion dude I was sticky for those bottles oh okay <laughs> I was like why are you licking your hand <laughs> it's sticky did you see the tattoo I got yeah what do you think about it what do you think about it though that's from my brother you should I think you should have let that trunk go all the way up to the end of your finger no enough to your mouth I got my wife's initials <laughs> I got my wife's initials. Well, what do you think about it? Is it look good? Though? Yeah. You like yeah, it? I, yeah. I've been wanting to get something I like this for years. The main thing is that you can tell like what it is. Mm. You can clearly tell it's like an elephant shit. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah. What do you got? <laughs> what? You got any weird ones? You're like, you? I got these. <laughs> what is that? What is that? I can't see it. Damn, dude. No, I'm, I, I, I don't know what it is, dude. Been drinking since huh? like four o'clock. 3-11? 3-11. The, the band? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You motherfuckers were all into that band. I remember Who that. Who was 3-11? Hang on. Refresh my memory. You want me to play a song? Yeah. Play a song. 3-11? probably get fucking demonetized. Fuck <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Got it at 3-11 in 2006. You guys used to go to those concerts all the Memphis. time. Didn't you? Yeah. You know me and Brad didn't even really talk to each other in school? Really? We just started talking to each other on Facebook randomly. Uh, Remember? Yeah. Stop pitching your fucking eye, dude. Dude. Put your drops in. I don't want you to spread it on you, dude. You're going to make it worse, bro. But you're going to make it worse. Jace had pink eye. Jace had pink eye, yeah. Two weeks ago. (laughs) 311. Let's see here. That's definitely not it. Dude, if you drink eye drops, really like shit like this. It's like one movie, Wedding Crashers. I don't remember this. What? You ever heard like eye drops? Like you have some. Oh yeah, it make you get diarrhea. Yeah. Yeah. It's not eye drops. It's it's uh like uh queer eyes and shit. Oh, I guess. You don't remember this? No. What about this? Because you'll you'll definitely remember this. It's called Beautiful Disaster. I like this song. Hold on. 
Don't remember that? Mm -mm. Really? Let me have some of this. Gone. <clears throat> Are you going to the gas station? <laughs> Dude, it sucks. Brad, can you try? Would it be nice? Would it be nice if we never lost like uh, Bradley Noel? Man, so, like, Bradley Noel was such a good lead singer for Sublime. You don't remember this? It's, it's kind of crazy, Play like... down. She'll let it down. Do you feel... Huh? Play down. She'll let it down. What's it called? Down. Down by 311. I feel like I've heard of them before, but... She's younger than us, so she's only 34. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are gonna be over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> what about Wu Tang? Do you remember Wu Tang? Yeah, I remember Wu Tang. <laughs> Who doesn't remember Wu Tang? Dude, did you watch the Wu Tang documentary on Amazon Prime? No, is it good? Yeah. Do you know what cream stands for? You know cream stands for? What does it stand for, Brad? Cash rolls everything around me. That's like Jason Bobby. Listen to that Ice Cube song. It was a good day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I didn't even remember that from it, when I was a child. But it, my parents like listen to it all the time. It's kinda crazy how music's changed so much. Yeah. Like Remember when hip hop was first came out when we were younger? Like the the remember when NWO came out? NWO. Fuck the police. Yeah. Not huh? NWO. Did I say NWO? Yeah. My bad. NWA. Remember fuck the police? Yeah. Like, could you imagine like that coming out and like? Three Six Mafia, NWA, um, Ice Cube. Uh, we we got to end this podcast. Nobody's gonna listen to this. All that old shit was what was in style when I was a kid. Anyways, it's just crazy. I remember when that record came out. But hey, we we've been going for three hours. Like we need to end this. Like, there's no way we can keep going because nobody's we gonna still listen. Keep to drinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm still down to party. Um, but it, it's been. I think we should end it. You cool with that? All right. Yeah. Go with that. Yeah. I, babe, you got to do this more often. I think people are gonna love it. You know, you're funny as fuck. You put some good points out there. You did good, Brad. Always, man. Love having you here, dude. Um, hopefully you come back. Obviously, I know you will. Um, it's been a great time, though. What do you, What do you guys think? I mean, do you have fun? I have fun. Did I you? Have, yeah. Did you I get past the nervous yeah. <laughs> aspect of it? What yeah. about you, man? Yeah, I'm good. Hope the hope the audience enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully, we didn't sound too stupid and made some had some good, interesting conversation. But yeah, I think we did, man. That's how I feel. I think we did, but hey, if we didn't, fuck it, dude. We had fun, right? All right, fuck them. <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.